Hey, 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 welcome back for another episode of The Confident Podcast. I am your host, Lisa Thompson, but I'm also the executive director and founder of Self Love Beauty, a nonprofit that promotes confidence for all generations. And I'm the co-founder of Blue Wave Wellbeing, a company that integrates play into workplace DNA. My vision is to create a world where everyone is empowered to love themselves and achieve anything that they desire. I truly want people to have confidence, feel supported, and to have a community that wraps their arms around them. And that is exactly why we are here and what we are for you. We are here to teach you tools and skills and to hear from other people's stories so that you gain confidence and have more of a self-loving journey. So this podcast is your go-to for learning ways to be more confident, fearless, and self-loving. So come along on this journey with me. Hey, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of The Confident Podcast. I am your host, Lisa Thompson. And as always, it's such an honor to be here with you guys. It's been such a rewarding opportunity for me to come on here to talk about my life, the ways that I'm growing in my confidence, and also have outstanding guests on this show sharing you guys there ups and downs in life. There are ups and downs to confidence and giving you tools and tricks and tips to really help you. You know, today I'm going to be solo. Today I'm doing a podcast solo. We just had two outstanding guests on the podcast who just are so amazing for this new season that we're coming into. But today it was time for me to (laughs) really dive into a conversation that is going to make me super vulnerable, but it's a conversation that I'm going into a new season in my life. So many of you guys are going into your new seasons. Heck, I live in Michigan. We're going into a new season with fall. And I just think it's so important that we always remind ourselves that as we're shedding, you know, the the past from our lives and how we're looking forward to the future and what that all looks like. And, you know, this last like August for me was a month of shedding. And it's, it's interesting. I, I never looked at it that way. And I've been following my horoscope more than usual. <laughs> and, uh, and I never do that, but I've really been diving into that, trying to understand a little bit more about myself in general. So I feel like I've really had to dive in into that and, and really understand who I am and what I have to let go to really let things flourish in my life. And so today's topic is really about letting go of the things that no longer serve you in order to cultivate this confidence, this change in your life, and to really grab a hold of of who you are. You know, as someone who teaches self-esteem and confidence on basically a daily basis, I'm teaching those, I'm teaching well-being habits, I'm teaching support. I have to eat, breathe, and sleep what I'm doing as well in order for people to really believe me. And also, I mean, heck, if I'm going to be teaching these tools, I might as well be using them, which I think is so important. And that's exactly what I do. And so really what I want to talk about is my journey, my journey of letting go of things that that no longer serve me in order for me to attract things that are going to make me a better person that are going to bring me happiness. And I, I feel like I've had a lot of aha moments. So I want to take us back to May. Um, you know, I, I shared a lot on the podcast, April, uh, March, April, May about who the ups and downs of running a business, having confidence in myself, being a leader, um, lots of tears shed. Um, I even did one a little bit on the dating one and standing up for yourself and what you believe. And I will say I've, I've really struggled in this area of my life a lot. And I've been single based 
basically a lot of my life and I'm proud of what I've accomplished. I'm proud of where I've been, um, but I've continued to attract certain things into my life. And I've, I've been trying to figure out what I'm attracting and how I need to change for myself. Because so many times what we do, instead of shedding things that no longer serve us, we play victim mindset. We blame other people and we have so many great supporters. And I mean, I have the best friends and family in the world, but They're not having me say, hey, Lisa, look in the mirror and notice what you're doing wrong. You know, we're always supporting each other. Like, yeah, that person did this. Like, Lisa, you were in the right or, yep, you handled that correctly. But sometimes we just need a kick in the butt of someone saying to us, have you looked in the mirror? Have you noticed what your patterns are? And so back to, back to May, that's what I was going for is back to May, um, started dating again. You know, it's oh, I just don't really enjoy it. (laughs) It's really hard. It's hard putting yourself out there. I mean, heck for a living, I put myself out there every day. You know, I'm teaching people, I'm being vulnerable. I'm, I'm asking for things. I'm getting rejected. I'm, I'm fighting all the time that it's just kind of like, I didn't want to do that with the dating world. It was hard. And I shared an actually in a podcast in, in May before I started dating again of like standing up for yourself, understanding what you believe in yourself and really sticking to that. And it's interesting after that podcast, I had to keep reminding myself what I deserve and who I am as a person. And so I just find it so interesting that it's just so easy for us to hear these things and forget it and hear these things and then forget it. So I made a deal with myself that if I'm going to teach this on my podcast, I have to go and eat, breathe and sleep it again when it comes to my dating life as well. And, you know, I shared a lot of someone's going to love you for what you bring to the table. And so, so I started dating, I started dating in May. I met this oh this fabulous man. Let me tell you, let's, let's just name him Jeff today. Jeff was outstanding. Um, I promised myself that going into this, I would be open-minded and, and it's interesting. I, I was on this dating app. Yep. I used a dating app and I was not sure what I was looking for. There was part of me that was probably just seeing like, is someone even interested in me, you know, kind of feeling that out a little bit because my confidence was a little bit lacking in this area. So I, I would say that maybe, maybe my worth a little bit too, I won't lie. So I started to, you know, put the feelers out there and I met Jeff and you know, in the beginning, I completely brushed him off, not even going to lie. And, and then he followed back up and he wasn't given up. And he asked me out on a date. Um, I brushed it off. He asked me again. And so I finally was like, you know what? I have to give this person a chance because for so long I was complaining to people that sometimes guys on dating apps take forever to answer or take forever to ask you out. And this is a person that was truly interested. So anyways, I was getting ready for the date. And during that, that time, that week of, of like knowing that I was going to have this date, I also was going through a lot of body dysmorphia for myself. And so we talk a lot on this podcast about body image and I'm very open about my like struggles and my diet culture that I used to be into, but body dysmorphia is still something that comes up for me sometimes. And sometimes that has to do with my IBS flaring up. Sometimes maybe that's because I didn't get enough sleep or something's just a little bit off, but my body dysmorphia was pretty bad for about two weeks in May. And so I was getting ready for this date, having all of these limiting beliefs about who I was as a person going into it. But I promised myself that, um, I still had to go. 
I had one of my girlfriends be my hype girl. She hyped me up, got me ready for this date, and we ended up taking our dogs and going to do something fun for our date because, you know, what isn't better than having a buffer of your dogs um, on a date? And y'all know I love bringing Denver everywhere with me. So anyways, the, the date was phenomenal. The date was phenomenal. He was a phenomenal man. We went on a second date. We went on a third date. We did long distance for about a for about a couple of weeks, um, you know. And and then I was just really excited. Everybody, I won't even lie to you. I just thought this was such a perfect person in my life, and I didn't really see a lot of red flags. I'm not even going to lie to you. But I think what I'm learning is I, 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 there were red flags and, you know, things came to a halting halt at the end, um, with me being ghosted, being very vulnerable on this podcast. No one wants to admit that someone that they've been talking to for weeks going out on multiple dates ghosted them. And I didn't want to believe it. I didn't want to believe. I didn't want to believe that I was ghosted. You know, my friends, were. we were all making up these scenarios in our heads of what could have gone wrong and maybe things will work out. And I think part of my heart was devastated. Part of my heart was devastated because, you know, obviously I really like someone. I was starting to have feelings for someone and they completely didn't have enough respect for me to tell me that they weren't interested. They completely ghosted me instead. But through this process, I learned a lot about myself. I learned that, you know, I was me. That was the one deal that I made with myself is I had to let go of my my past ways of showing up in a relationship, trying to be perfect in the beginning, only because I was scared that if I showed my flaws that they wouldn't like me. So that was one deal I made with myself was letting go of my past, going into this with an open heart, um, not talking to, you know, past guys during this time and really just being open and um, giving this person all of my attention. Um, and which was hard because as someone who doesn't really date, I was juggling multiple companies and trying to date at the same time. So I would say that that was a very interesting thing for me to learn. Um, but you know, being ghosted brings up a lot of insecurities. You feel not good enough. You feel that you aren't worthy. You feel all of these things. And I had to go through a process of my life of like letting go and being like, I, I gave all I had. And someone didn't want it, but there was some, there's going to be someone out there who does. So fast forward a couple of months later and I'm at this event and let's just call him Joseph. I don't know why I'm picking J names, but Joseph was his name. So that just happened with Jeff. I'm devastated, um, but I'm getting back out there with my life, not with dating, with my life. Joseph shows up. Joseph's the cocky guy that every girl was wanting to talk to. And I was like, I'm not interested in that. Well, he wanted to talk to me. Long story short, of course, what girl doesn't want that feeling for a little bit. And I realized that that wasn't what I want to attract in my life. I didn't want to attract those types of people that are just cocky, who just are looking for something fun when I'm looking for my partner. So again, I had to go from Jeff, who completely ghosted me that I put myself out there for. I had to let go of the instant gratification of someone like Joseph being interested in me. Again, these are patterns from my past and patterns from you guys um, that you might have as well and stories that I've heard from some of our listeners. And this last month, I met this other guy named Jacob. 
And I feel like out of all of the lessons that I've learned so far, Jacob's been the one to teach me the most lessons in less time, <laughs> probably less than 24 hours. He's taught me more lessons than I've learned over the, and then the last three months. And, you know, I'm at, I'm at this, another, another event with one of my best girlfriends and we're out having a drink, having a good time, just ready to do some karaoke and dance. And these two guys walk in, we're chatting our way with them. And, you know, one of them was the, the sports the sports fan, the the athlete, um, the outgoing one, the one that for me personally is the one that I always go after. And then Jacob shows up and Jacob's the quiet one, has a, a, a demeanor about him that's very calming. And if anybody that knows me, and you guys might already know from this podcast, is I'm just not a very quiet person. I'm very open. I'm very blunt. I'm very much like, let's go have fun and explore the world. And these two guys are standing in front of me. So let's name Jacob the calm demeanor guy. And let's name, um, we're going to use Jonathan for the other name. Jonathan uh, is the more outgoing, like definitely, um, you know, the, the outgoing one. And, you know, uh, I usually go for the, th- that guy. Like I usually go out for the outgoing one. But for some reason, as I let go of my past and what hasn't worked, something about me inside of me was like, you need to go after Jacob. You need to see what that would be like to hang out with someone with a quieter demeanor. And I will tell you that letting go of my past and being open to someone completely different and having the confidence in myself to say, there's a lot of things in your life that you continue to go back to, patterns that you continue to go back to because they were easy, they were fun, they caught, they created that instant gratification. And with Jacob, I didn't get that. He had this calm demeanor about him. He was a little bit more reserved, and I had a blast. Jacob taught me in that moment that I could still be myself. Um, I was me through and through, through the whole thing. But he also taught me that my old patterns don't define me as long as I'm open to new patterns. My past doesn't define me as long as, and my old patterns, as long as I don't let them define me. And that's exactly what I've had to do. I use these analogies of all of these men because the dating world is hard. Every day I get a phone call from a girl that doesn't feel like she's worthy enough, who is like, when am I going to find my person? You know, I've held people as they've cried over breakups or heartache or not feeling worthy, and they've held me. And in these moments, and in these moments when when we just don't think we're good enough, it's it's because sometimes those old patterns of being hurt, of someone leaving us, of feeling that betrayal, is crickling up inside of us. And we have to look at look at ourselves in the mirror and say, what am I attracting? What am I doing to for myself? And how am I going to get out of this? And I see this a lot with guys too. I see a lot of my guy friends or, or guys that I meet who have, you know, are in situations that they're not even happy in. And they're staying because letting go seems harder than trying something new because it's scary. Oh, my Lanta, who isn't scared of getting uncomfortable? But you have to let go of your old patterns and letting go of your old ways in order to make 
room for what is supposed to be for you. And it's not easy. As someone who's been doing this, you know, my whole life of letting go, letting God, you know, and then I will get in my control moments. The dating aspect has always been harder for me because I, you can control your career a little bit more, um, but you can't when it comes to someone else's feelings. And so I've always struggled there a little bit. It's always been easy for me to go to my old patterns, but for some reason, guess what? Those old patterns have never worked out. And I've had to create new patterns, new ways of thinking, letting go of things that no longer were serving me. And those are hard because when we feel vulnerable, when we're at our weakest, we know who we want to call. We know what we want to feel. We know all of those things and we can go right back to those things pretty fast. But let me tell you, the minute that you let go of what is no longer serving you, Ladies and gentlemen, I will tell you that this space is beautiful on the other side. It's hard. It's hard. It's scary. It's, you know, it's a whole new way of being and a way of thinking. But I've been practicing it a lot and being very, very strict with myself on it. And I say that because it's so easy to tell yourself like, oh, just this one more time. Oh, just this one more time. Anything with our confidence, it's super easy to say that. Anything when it comes to our self-worth, it's so easy to go back to things that shouldn't, are basically not good for us anymore. They, They serve their purpose, but we have to let go. And I did all of those things. And so now I'm in this new season, just like the Confident Podcast is of letting go of what no longer serves me in order to make room for things that do. And what this process has taught me is that while it is in my dating life where I've learned a lot, it's come with friendships. It's come with types of styles of leadership. So again, ways that I've taught or been as a leader that no longer serve people and no longer help people. And so all of these things have come into play for me because I'm finally letting go of my old patterns and being open to new patterns. And for anybody that knows me knows I'm, I'm very stuck in my ways. Sometimes I have a routine. I stick to those things. And, uh, you know, over the years, my routines have changed. They've evolved. They're better than ever, just like we evolve as humans. But that also means that through all of this, there's a lot of hardship that we have to go through to see that beautiful sunshine, that beautiful rainbow. You know, I had to go through the Jeffs and the Jacobs and all of the guys in the world to just really understand where I need to be today. And I use the letting go in the dating world because it's such an important thing in my life right now. And I know many people are struggling with it too. You're trying to find your voice. You're trying to find your people. You're trying to find your heart and your love. So any girl who is out there just wondering if you're worthy, just wondering if that person is out there, he is, sweetie, he is. But you have to be open of letting go of the things that no longer serve you. You have to be open to being free and who you are as a person and being confident in what you bring to the world in order to let someone back in. You know, when I hung out with this Jacob kid this last time around, I I joked the next day about how I was so free. It was me. I karaoke'd, oh Lord. I talked about very personal stuff. I opened up. I laughed. I did my very loud vocal laugh. 
I chose where I wanted to eat and what I wanted to do. All the things that I usually sometimes just let go and, you know, maybe put on an act a little bit. I didn't. And I'm very proud of myself for that. And so to anybody listening in today that, you know, dating-wise, work-wise, anything, if you're continuously going back to your old habits and they're just continuing to let you down, my advice for you is to find new patterns, to let go. And every day you choose to let go and shed that skin, shed the things that no longer serve you, you're making room for the new stuff. So until you shed that, you will have no room for the new stuff. So you cannot sit here and play victim mindset and cry over, I just wish this, I just wish this, unless you're willing to make the change yourself. So thank you so much for tuning into the Confident Podcast this week. I'm so honored, as always, to be here with you guys and to talk about stuff that is very important in my life um, in order to help each of you. So let's go and rock our confidence, know who we bring, know who we are in this world, And let's shed all of the things that no longer serve us in order to make room for the things that do. And as always, continue to spread love and kindness to everybody that you meet. Thank you. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I hope you receive many tools, resources, and ways to reflect on your self-love and confidence journey. I want you to be more brave, have more resiliency, be stronger, and ultimately thrive along this journey. And we want to be part of that for you. Remember, this is a community that wants to wrap their arms around you for you to feel supported and to gain confidence in so many areas of your life. So please reach out to me at info at selflovebeauty.com to share more about yourself, your story, comment on the podcast or if you need any other information or advice from me. And thank you again for listening and let's continue to grow to be the best versions of ourselves. Thank you.